Hello, and welcome to California in Focus. I'm Eliana Kernodal, Assistant General Manager for America's Talking Network, standing in for David Mastio today. Joining me today is Kenneth Shrupp, California reporter for the Center Square. How are you, Kenneth? Hey, I'm doing well today. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining us. Any Christmas plans? Just spending time with my family in sunny California. Nice. Won't have to worry about any snowstorms. Oh, you never know. <laughs> well, our story today is about a federal judge who issued a preliminary injunction against California's wide-ranging ban on concealed carry. Can you start us off with the law itself? What's the background on it and what the law requires? Earlier in 2023, the California legislature passed a bill called SB2, and it bans concealed permit holders from bringing their weapons to 26 different kinds of places, private and public. And this includes hospitals, public transit, places that sell liquor for on-site consumption, aka bars or even restaurants, playgrounds, parks, casinos, stadiums, libraries, amusement parks, zoos, places of worship, and banks, and much more. This law is intended to solidify Democrats and Gavin Newsom's pro-gun safety credentials as we go into the 2024 election season. Some of the language surrounding this bill is the idea of sensitive places. What is kind of the background on the language of sensitive place? Historically, states have decided that there are certain places where bringing guns is not allowed. Uh, this includes places like schools or legislative offices or state or local public buildings or airports. These are all limits that have existed in most states and are largely accepted. However, what this law does is call really most public places, sensitive places, meaning that concealed carry be limited to just one's home or very few select private buildings. Who are the plaintiffs in the case against SB2? The plaintiffs in this case were concealed carry users and organizations associated with promoting the Second Amendment in California. And what about the federal judge on this case? Who was he and, and what was his ruling? Uh, judge Cormac J. Carney is a federal judge in California. We used to have most of these cases go to a single judge, Judge Benitez in San Diego, due to a bit of an old law that had certain judges who've established specialty to be the ones consistently giving out rulings on it. Benitez was the one who overturned the state's ban on standard capacity magazines that hold more than 30 rounds. He was the one who has also ruled against the state's ban on what the state defined as assault weapons. He has been the most prolific Second Amendment judge in California. However, a law was passed earlier this year that would remove that rule of assignment by specialty. And uh, if I'm correct, I believe this is one of the first cases where this has been assigned to a different judge. However, the outcome does seem to have been the same, where we have a constitutional defense of the Second Amendment from a new federal judge. And how did California Attorney General Rob Bonta respond to this ruling? Well, first, during the case, 
AG Bonta and uh, the state of California argued that, yes, all states have historically been able to define certain kinds of sensitive places as as those that they don't want to have guns in. We should note that Carney's ruling did not overturn sensitive place designations for schools, for legislative offices, for government buildings, for airports. Those normal sensitive place designations are all still in effect. This only targeted SB2. Attorney General Bonta turned to the threat of gun violence, saying, If allowed to stand, this decision would endanger communities by allowing guns in places where families and children gather. Guns in sensitive public places do not make our communities safer, but rather the opposite. What can we expect going forward on this case? Bonta is going to be appealing this to a higher federal court. California cases decided at the district level or appealed to the Ninth Circuit Court. Uh, If the Ninth Circuit sides with Bonta or if either side appeals, and it goes yet up again to the U.S. Supreme Court. And I also want to take this time to talk about Governor Gavin Newsom, who introduced a national constitutional amendment to ban assault weapons, raise the gun purchasing age, and codify states' rights to pass more strict gun laws. This is called the Right to Safety Constitutional Amendment. Many in the Democratic Party have opposed this on the basis that the main way he's tried to push this forward is by calling for a constitutional convention. At a constitutional convention, there's very little defined in how we're going to decide how states get to have representation or even what issues can be talked about. It really could be a complete reset of the Constitution. I know other states have also pushed for a constitutional convention for other reasons. It's been more popular among conservatives, but they've faced similar criticisms about the potential for a runaway convention. Well, it will be interesting to keep up with this story. Thank you for your insights on this story. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Kenneth Shrupp, I'm Eliana Kernodal. Please subscribe. Thank you for listening and have a Merry Christmas. Are you tired of news that puts politics over people? At the nonprofit Franklin News Foundation, we believe in putting people over politics by delivering nonpartisan news and audio content that serves you, the American taxpayer. With Franklin News Foundation, you can read fact-based, state-focused news for free at thecentersquare.com. You can listen to civil, balanced conversations between policy experts through our podcast network at americastalking.com. Or you can get in-depth news on K-12 education spending, curriculum, and school safety at chalkboardnews.com. It's all free through Franklin, where we put you, the American taxpayer, first in every story, episode, and conversation. And it's only possible through our supporters. Together, we can produce content that puts people over politics and brings Americans the news they deserve. Become a supporter today at franklinnews.org donate. Once again, that's franklinnews.org slash donate.